So hi, one of the Good Noise podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... My name is Baby. All right, so some questions say about our new EP, God's Favorite. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to it so far? Um, It's been good. It's been a, a long time uh, teasing it online and stuff. So I've had like a roller coaster of responses and kind of uh, polar extremes, which is what I was aiming for. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of good responses though. Oh yeah. Well, it rocks. Oh, yeah. So dude, I gotta <laughs> tell you, this EP is fucking ridiculous. This is like my favorite <laughs> genre of like, I guess, topics for like music to cover where it's just kind of like that rebellious religious type, you know, that type of thing. I don't know if that's the proper way to phrase it, but nail right. on the head, you fucking crushed <laughs> it. I loved it. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Of course. Uh, so is there any meaning behind the EP title or cover art? Um, they both uh, kind of came at the same time. There's no song called God's Favorite. I just wanted um, a an all-encompassing kind of tongue-in-cheek phrase to, I didn't want to be too um, on the nose necessarily. I think a lot of the lyrics are in that realm. And so when people dive into the songs, they'll see what I mean by everything, but I wanted the cover and the title to kind of be like, wait, is it a worship record? I can't fully tell. I wanted it to be a little confusing. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I also, I just like, uh, I don't want to say shock value, but I just like Mm -hmm. doing things are a little just over the line, just like by that much. So recreating a a famous portrait of Jesus was (laughs) that for me. It was awesome. Fair yeah. enough. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for the CP? Sure. Um, I'm in Nashville. And so Nashville is one of the cities that's just like co-write central. Mm-hmm. So um, usually like all of my other artist friends, they do like four or five writes a week. I don't know how any of them possibly keep up with that. Um, I have three people in town that I thoroughly enjoy writing with. And um, aside from them, I just kind of write by myself or, work on uh, other things like music videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, these three people I have uh, sessions with every now and then there's never like a set um, topic that we sit down to write about. We just kind of get in the room. We hang out for like two hours before we even start on music. And then uh, I always like every single session I leave with a song that I'm like, that's going on some kind of EP, some kind of record. They're just like my favorite people to work with. So. All right. Awesome. <laughs> Uh, so what song off this EP took the longest to write and which one is your personal favorite? Um, longest to write. Um, I'm kind of funky with that. I like to set a one day deadline to write a song. Um, so they never take longer than that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why I have that. I think I've just like always, I've been stressed about like finishing things. I get distracted very, very easily. So if I don't finish something day up, I probably won't ever finish it. Um, so they were all finished the day that I had the session. Um, the only one that was, I I wrote the first track, yes, please on my own. Um, so selfishly, that's my favorite just because I feel proud that I've been working on production for a long time. So I feel excited about that song. Um, I will say like dinner for one, I think we did a separate day for vocals. Like that's the probably longest, uh, session that I've had just double session. (laughs) That's actually crazy that you, so have you never had that kind of urge to put a song down and say, I need a break from this 
I'm going to come back to it another day. Never? No, I, I just know myself and I have done that in the past with like older projects. And that's why I have 3000 voice memos of unfinished songs. I just, I can't bring myself to finish them. I'm not as excited about something another day as I am the first day that I come up with the idea. So I feel like when the idea is freshest, I just need to get it out and finish it. So I'll do like an eight hour write if the other person's down too, which they always are. So we'll just like keep on trucking until we finish it so I can leave with that song. That's fucking nuts. <laughs> How do you manage to like not burn out? Is that an issue with that? Cause you're kind of just going, going, going. I think it helps that I'm not one of those artists that writes five days a week. I yeah. think that would, I, I did that before and I immediately burned out like, like two or three weeks in, I was like, Oh, this is absolutely not for me. Yeah. Um, I was also writing for different artists or like sync licensing, producing for other artists. So I was turning around tracks in the meantime, like I would finish a session and then the artist would leave and I would finish their track. And there was just like no more time left in the day for anything else. Um, so now that I only write with those three people and I legit have maybe like one or two sessions a month. They're very sporadic. So I, I never feel creatively burned out. I think that's the benefit of that. Damn. You got it down. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, <laughs> Trial and error. For right. sure. Uh, so for this question, I want you to pick your favorite lyric off the EP and uh, tell us the meaning behind it. Like what it means to you. I want to say like one of the funnier lyrics. Like I think my favorite lyric that when I wrote it, I laughed really hard is the Dahmer line in Dinner for One, which is ironically the one that got me like mini canceled on TikTok. But the lyric is, uh, I, I don't want to like speak it. It's so like weird to speak it out, but it's role play. Yeah. Tonight, let's get naughty. I'll be Dahmer and you can be the body. Um, <laughs> but when, when I wrote that with my friend Paige, she's one of the three producers I work with. We both were like, oh my gosh, that's and we didn't think anything of it as far as like being offensive. We were just like, that's a sick rhyme. I love this. Let's put it in. And immediately TikTok was like, no, you yeah. can't say that. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> but put it out anyways. I feel like that's my favorite just because I like getting that kind of response from people. It's fun. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Then favorite like song lyrically, I would say Love and War, just because I feel like it's a love song. Um, it's nothing crazy. I just think it's, I don't know. I like that song. So like people, people being mad at you on the internet over anything like that doesn't phase you that, that like feeds you and like kind of motivates you almost. Um, I've been like mini cancel. I say that because like, I'm still making music and I don't believe in cancel culture. So it's like, I, you know, um, I mean, unless there's good reason for it mm -hmm. and I'm just like, yeah. making music. I have, there's no reason for this, but, um, so I think like little things like a Dahmer lyric or, um, like one time I did a brand deal with a clothing brand that I didn't know was canceled. And so I got canceled from it and whatever. Um, I think before those things used to get to me when I didn't like expect them. So I, I did that post and then it just happened with the, with the clothing brand and that kind of got to me in a weird way, but that was like two years ago. And so since it happens in small increments, cause TikTok is ridiculous and it happens to all artists. Um, it happens in small ways all the time. So it just starts to phase you less and less. Mm -hmm. And now I just think it's hilarious. Like I get so many hate comments on my TikToks and I just like stay up reading them and I'm just <laughs> laughing at them. They're awesome. They're really creative. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> uh, so would you be able to tell us where your headspace is at while you're creating this EP? It, just because it was like such a long span of time. Um, and that was like not intentional. They're just like the songs I handpicked happened to be that far apart. Um, I don't know if I could pick one 
headspace, I think um, my main theme when I'm writing this kind of music, because I write a, a lot of genres, but for this style, I think I'm my priority is just to have fun and to create um, art that I feel proud of and that is fun to play at shows. So my headspace was just like, um, how crazy can I be? How much fun can I have? And while still being um, authentic musically, because it's still all of it, the inspiration and the influences that I listen to are incorporated. And um, the songs are very musical underneath the ridiculous tongue in cheek lyrics. I wanted to keep that um, musicality. So I guess that's kind of my answer. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Um, so how do you recommend your fans to listen to this EP for the first time? Should I do it in the car with friends and dark with headphones on? Is it workout EP, party EP? What do you personally recommend? Um, I got a DM yesterday that I laughed at because someone said, um, I've been bumping this EP with my boys on the way to play ball. <laughs> I don't know. Like, That's like an awesome. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I can't picture that, but I like it. Um, I, I think everybody's different. I I would suggest listening in order um, because there is like a cohesive theme that flows and um, I set the order very intentionally that it ends with a more poignant thought instead of um, a song like Dinner for One, like the Cannibal song. Um, so I that would be my only suggestion is to like first listen through, listen in order. But as far as how or, or vibe, that's, I think it'd be a good gym EP personally um maybe to run to i don't know i run to my own music sometimes but um or in the car with friends yeah yeah well that that's why they're bumping it with the boys before playing ball because it's a great jimmy p you know exactly it's <laughs> great to work out too yeah yeah Fair can confirm it is a good uh workout ep i biked to it this morning i did like my oh, fastest cool. bike time today with it so thank you for that <laughs> nice that's so funny uh, so this one should be super, super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this EP for new listeners in three words. No more, no less. I would say just for the sake of when someone looks at um, the visuals, sometimes people think that maybe I would be a pop artist or a folk artist. So my first word would be heavy, wow. um, just to put me in that category. Um, satire. Okay. <laughs> um, for the third word... I don't know. For for me personally, I'll just use the word fun. There you go. There you go. Oh, yeah. Um, so in that same train of thought, is there a certain feeling or emotion you want listeners to have while going through the EP? Um, I don't think it's really like my uh, way, to, you know, my place to tell people what to feel. I think I'm getting a lot of messages about people that are, they, they are, which is interesting to me because of the, the sonic element of the EP, but they're saying that it's helping them um, heal from religious trauma, mm -hmm. which is very cool. I didn't think that that would be a, an outcome from this EP just because of how it sounds, but I think that's great. So if someone gets that from that, or, um, I think my favorite depends on what mood I'm in, but my like general favorite, um, thing about music is when I can do something like blast it in my car on the way to somewhere and just like scream it. And, um, so that's kind of what I hope to give like people hype music. I really love that kind of energy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, so are you able to talk about any particularly challenging or standout moments from the creation of this EP, positive or negative? Generally just creating the songs at their core, just from writing, producing, mixing, mastering. It was very, very 
easy. And um, like I said, there's just like three people. I work with the same mastering engineer every time. My father mixes most of my songs. So it's just like a very small uh, group of people and everybody just works really well together. So that was just like, there was nothing challenging about actually creating the music. I think ironically enough, just because of the world we live in, the challenging part was promoting it um, mm. just because the internet is so um, fickle with what it wants to get mad at and stuff like that, which like we talked about, doesn't phase me anymore. Um, but I would say if I had to choose something, that would be the only thing that I was like, I just, I don't really care about this stuff. I just want to write the songs and release them. I don't know why I have to, you know, pander to people online like this. Mm -hmm. So that that's always difficult. I feel like I hear a lot of artists complaining about that lately. Yep. Um, so yeah, but overall it was just a great experience making this EP. It's very, um, smooth working with the people I work with. Hell yeah. And like, do you have any sort of like issues like doing the, the balance of like being an artist, but also like having to promote on TikTok? Like, do you, do you struggle with that at all? Oh my gosh. Yes. Like I secretly, but not secretly, cause I'm telling you, I secretly want TikTok to disappear mm -hmm. so badly. Yeah. That would be the best ever. Um, like when it shut down for, that was like a year or two ago when it shut down for like a couple days. I was like, please, please <laughs> don't come um, back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it. I hate saying that because I want to be like grateful because it has brought me a lot of like streams and fans and all the important things that come from that. But um, yeah, I have a very hard time separating those things because TikTok, I'm not a like 14 year old TikToker with a ring light in my bedroom. It does not come naturally for me to like be in front of my phone like that. Yeah. Um, so I spend a lot of time on, and I like, I like cinematic qualities to videos. So I try to make them a little more elaborate, but it ends up taking up more time than making the music does. Yeah. And then I have like existential crisis crises, uh, like once a week that I'm just like, oh my God, I spent this many hours on TikTok and this many hours on music. That's awful. So then I drop off TikTok for a while. I don't know. Yeah, it is hard. And then like they keep changing the algorithm. So you put all this time into the video, you look at the views and you're like, well, why the fuck did I spend all this time on this big cinematic thing when I could have just like the, the kid, the 14 year old with the ring light in his, in his room, just like millions yep. of views. Yep. Sometimes there's just like no rhyme or reason to what blows up, mm -hmm. um, yeah. which is upsetting. Yeah. Watching all of my friends. Luckily I've been like working at this very hard for since TikTok, like changed from musically. Mm -hmm. So I do feel like I've been studying it for a while, but my friends that are like, they just sit in their room and write music and now they're forced to try to make TikToks and I'm watching them be so frustrated. It's breaking my heart because they're amazing musicians and you know, no one should have to decide their success based on this app. It's ridiculous. For sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So for this question, I want you to picture you're on tour at a gas station for a rest stop. What is your snack of choice? <laughs> I like the dichotomy of those two questions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm a big protein bar fan. I basically survive. My diet is so bad and everybody in my life judges me for it. I live off of protein shakes and protein bars because mm -hmm. I'm so, I don't have the brain capacity to think about making food. So every time I go to a gas station, I feel like that's my, I get a protein shake, protein bar. Um, yeah. Boring answer. Fair no, enough. it's completely valid. What uh, what's your favorite protein shake flavor? Um, there is a premier flavor, chocolate peanut butter. It tastes just like a Reese's. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah, have you had? Yeah, that? I love that flavor. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, it's the best one. Yeah, it's so I do that good, one. Yeah. 
like I don't really like muscle milk because of the ingredients and stuff. I feel like there's some weird stuff in there, but it tastes like bit. That sounds like the the milk. I don't know if you've seen the show. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. That sounds like their milk brand. <laughs> sounds fake. I don't uh, know. I haven't. Yeah, it does sound fake. Muscle milk, but I haven't muscle seen milk. most of the. Yeah. <laughs> I need yeah. to watch that show. Absolutely, it's amazing. Uh, so. <laughs> On the topic of food, if your project was a dish, what dish would your project be and why? I feel like it would be, you know, the candy pop rocks. Is that what it's called? That it like cracks in your mouth? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it, but that's what came to mind. Makes <laughs> sense. It clicks. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Right. <laughs> um, so for the last couple of questions, we're going to shift completely away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? <laughs> um easy easy answer sushi and you're gonna judge me for this combo sushi and an iced latte it's a rancid combo but those are my two favorite things in the whole world and mm-hmm. i would i would suffer with them together to be able to have them as my last meal okay mm-hmm. all right all right i'll leave you with that <laughs> say the judgment <laughs> i'm sorry i'm trying to, i'm trying to hide it but yeah, I, jesus I, christ <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? I'm not like a huge, like, I feel like most people would say like Harry Potter or something, but I've never seen Harry Potter. I've never seen like Lord of the Rings, any of those kind of movies. And I don't read. Um, so I'm trying to think of one that I know of. Oh, oh, easy. So easy. Twilight. Oh, shit. I mean, that place exists. Forks, but I want to live where the vampires are going to school there i want to go to high school there i want to relive that movie awesome do you want to be a vampire or do you just want to be like a person there (laughs) um i feel like i want to be a person just like bella and like fall in love with a vampire there okay i think that would be the goal yeah that's a quick romance like one week you gotta start like day one (laughs) it's like yeah all right yeah So I have not asking the last question. Every single person that we've spoken to have said that is the most important question. What's your favorite color? Um, dark gray. Nice. Perfect. All right. Uh, so as I said, <laughs> that's all the questions we have to say. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Um, I mean, just the EP. I feel like that is, I've been working on that for a long time. So it's just released. I'm like, okay, I have nothing else to promote right now. So Please listen to the EP. That's all I can say. Awesome. All right. Uh, Well, thank you for now. It's been Baby, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast.